With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everyone, it's Ollie here. So we've got a little bit of a bonus episode here out of the blue, but one we thought was worth doing. So for anyone that follows the podcast or for anyone who doesn't, we do a, a weekly transfer roundup episode every Thursday. And that was released yesterday. It's it's Friday night at the minute at the time of me recording this. Um, and in that episode on Thursday, we went through links to Harvey Barnes. We mentioned that uh, some rumors with regards to Musa Diaby had resurfaced. We gave updates on Tino Livramento and a couple of other things. There was a few academy players as well who'd been who'd been mentioned. But the reason I've done this this little sort of mini episode is because one of those players, and that's Harvey Barnes at Leicester, is apparently close to signing for Newcastle. So I thought I'd do a quick update with what the reports are saying and what's emerged in the, in the papers on Friday night, and just a few thoughts on Barnes as a player and what I would make of that potential signing. So just starting with the news that's actually come out. So this came from the Telegraph. It was about 7 o'clock on Friday night. It came from a senior reporter at the Telegraph called Matt Law, who said that in his headline, Newcastle set to sign Harvey Barnes from Leicester. So they went pretty big there. Um, anyway, he mentioned that Newcastle are meant to be closing in on a deal for Barnes uh, and hope to agree a free with Leicester over the coming week. Apparently he's been a, a big fan. Um, a big fan. Apparently Eddie Howe's a big fan of the player. And West Ham and Aston Villa had shown interest, but apparently he's really keen on a move to Newcastle and his head's unlikely to be turned because he's really keen to play Champions League football and obviously we can offer that and the likes of West Ham and Villa can't. So the the piece in a bit more detail said we're expected to submit our first bid for Barnes in the next few days. Uh, like I said, the player's meant to be keen. Apparently Leicester were demanding £60 million last summer when we first inquired. We didn't want to pay that amount. This summer they're valuing Barnes at around £40 million. But the Telegraph reckoned that we're likely to pay a fee closer to £35 million. Um, But the ad there, which is, again, quite a big claim, a deal is expected to be agreed for the player. So it sounds like we're we're very confident of agreeing a deal, and it also sounds like Leicester are quite receptive to, to, to letting them go. And obviously, they've been relegated there, and they probably know he wants away, and they need to raise some money and 
shape their squad ahead of the new season. So it sounds like the player wants it, we want the deal, and Leicester are open to a, a bit of a compromise on the fee there. Um, also mentions that Howe has identified Barnes as a priority target. Obviously, they mentioned they had the interest from last summer, so it seems we've liked him for a while. So anyway, that was the Telegraph. They went pretty big, saying he's set to sign for Newcastle. Um, obviously, you've got to be a bit wary because sometimes the headlines who are written by a sub-editor isn't essentially what the journalist who write the piece has got and maybe it's sometimes the headlines slightly contradict the, the the actual body of the article but actually reading through the article here this journalist matt law at the telegraph does seem pretty confident that a deal is going to get done here yes we haven't actually bid yet and we haven't actually agreed a fee yet but it sounds like we're very confident of agreeing a fee around 35 million it sounds like barnes wants to move like i say west ham and villa have apparently shown interest in there um in the mix but because barnes is really tempted by the opportunity to play Champions League football and work with Eddie Howe it sounds like we are really in poor position to get this done and expect it to be agreed and potentially him him signing over the next week so so yeah the Telegraph have went big on Barnes to Newcastle the Guardian who if anyone listened to my sort of transfer roundup piece on Thursday um, would have noticed that the Guardian said a few days ago that we were leading the race to sign Barnes above the likes of Villa, West Ham and even Spurs they mentioned so the Guardian have now issued their own update on Barnes from the same reporter who put that piece out a few days ago, Jacob Steinberg. And, and like the Telegraph, they've they've got a similar line. So they're saying Newcastle are close to beating Villa and West Ham to the signing of Barnes, um, closing in a, on a deal worth £35 million. The only angle that they add that the Telegraph didn't is that Alan St. Maxman could be the player to leave to make space for Barnes. But we'll have to see. It would be nice if we could have both. We're going to need strength and depth next season to be able to compete in the Champions League, in domestic cups and in the Premier League. So it'd be nice if we can keep both and we're not just signing Barnes to, well, as a result of, of St. Maxman potentially going. So anyway, we won't talk about St. Maxman too much, but yeah, the Telegraph have went big, the Guardian have followed them. And also Fabrizio Romano, also at, uh, I think it was about uh, half past nine on Friday night, put a tweet out saying negotiations are underway for Harvey Barnes to Newcastle. Discussions are ongoing, as tele- as the Telegraph called. The player's keen on the move, and Eddie Howe wants Barnes. It's not a done deal yet, as the club still have to clarify some details, but it's well advanced. So, Fabrizio Romano, who a lot of people obviously trust as well, and gives it the old, here we go, when he thinks a deal's done. He's he's not said it is done, but he said it's in a, it's in a pretty advanced position. So, yeah, so the, the, the report on Friday night is that Newcastle are close, or closing in on the signing of Harvey Barnes from Leicester for 35 million so that's that's a little roundup of the news and in the next snippet we'll have a little look about the player himself his recent record and just some thoughts about his potential move to Newcastle because it does sound like this one's really gathering pace and could happen now so in terms of what Harvey Barnes is like as a player um, I think one thing that stands out to me is that his goal involvements in terms of goals assists is probably quite underrated I don't think he's a particularly flashy player, but he's I would say he's productive. So I wouldn't be expecting stepovers and silky skills, but he is someone who, based on his sort of recent seasons at Leicester, certainly is quite effective in terms of his, his output in the final third. So one thing that stood out last season is that in a relegated Leicester team, he got 13 goals in the Premier League, which if we're comparing that to sort of the numbers we saw in Newcastle's team, Alexander Isaac was our, was our third top scorer with 10 Almiron was our second top scorer with, with 11 and Callum Wilson was our top scorer on 18. So 
if you if you if he was to put those thirteen goals into Newcastle's team last season, he'd be our second top scorer. So the fact he got that many goals in a team that got relegated, I think, counts for something and probably shows that he sort of highlights his quality there in the final third. And and that wasn't just a sort of one off. I mean, in the season before that, the twenty twenty one twenty two season, he got eleven goals, fourteen assists in all competitions. So that means twenty five goal involvements there and forty eight appearances in all comps is is a sort of a really good record. And I think as well there, the 14 assists probably shows that he's got that creative side to him too. Um, it's worth mentioning as well that he doesn't actually take penalties. So none of these goals that he scored over the past few seasons there have come from the spot, which can sometimes inflate people's records. So um, so yeah, in his last two seasons, he's got, like I say, 13 goals the season just gone. Before that, 11 goals, 14 assists. And in the 2020-2021 season, Again, in double figures, he got 13 goals again. So, so yeah, in, in, in the past three seasons in all competitions, he's got 37 goals. Now, I think not to criticise our current wingers, because I think they're all effective in, in their own way, but I think one thing we probably lack in our current options is natural goal scorers who can really chip in with, with good good numbers there in the final third. I know Almiron has just scored 11 goals, and it's been, in some ways, a bit of a breakthrough season for him in terms of how much he's actually produced in front of goal. But typically, Amron's probably been known as a, a real workaholic and he's a real pest to play against. He's versatile and he does cause cause a bit of havoc, but he's not been known for his goals. Um, I'd say Jacob Murphy's similar in that he's really improved. He really works hard and he's, he's he's never let us down, but he's not a player who's ever stood out for his goal getting. And Alan St. Maxman, as much as I love him and I think you know he's, he's unique, he's the one player who can make something happen from nothing and beat a man and just get the crowd off the ed- on the edge of their seat. He's actually scored 12 Premier League goals in his entire career at Newcastle. Obviously, Harvey Barnes has just scored 30 in Premier League goals last season. So that's not me saying that immediately makes Harvey Barnes a better player than Alan St. Maximan. But I would say he certainly offers something different. And maybe that's what we're lacking in the final third out wide. Someone who really can chip in with goals. Um, in terms of other wide options we've got, I think Anthony Gordon, obviously, he's still very young. So it's a bit harsh to compare, but... He's another player who's who's got loads of pace. He loves to press. He's got bags of energy. Can play down either flank, and he's he's going to improve. But I think so far in his career, he's not someone who's really been known for his goals. And obviously, that's a side of his game he'll be working on as well. So, I think one thing that separates Barnes from our current crop of wingers is that he's actually had got quite a proven record of of delivering in the final third and getting goals. Okay, you might not be particularly flashy, um, but I think he's certainly effective. I think one part of his game that I'm unsure about but maybe how sees potential here is how much he'll actually fit in with this high pressing style that we've got i've never really been aware of him being a big presser at leicester but brendan rogers never really did sort of for bringing a high press there to his team so he, i know i know with barnes he's, he's physically quite impressive i mean he's, he's got a decent build like he's, he's got i think he's got pretty good upper body strength he's like a natural athlete he's, he's quick and quite a sort of explosive in terms of his pace and power but I've never really known him to be much of a presser, but again, if Howe thinks he's got the physicality and that ability as an athlete to to improve his fitness levels and then fit in with our style, maybe that could enhance his game even more. So, so yeah, I think he's consistent output at Premier League level, and the fact he's can bring something different to our attack will probably appeal to Howe. Um, so yeah, I think there's a lot to work with there. He's he's still only 25, which is a good age, and he's probably approaching his peak. And as I've said there, if you can deliver those numbers in what's been a pretty poor Leicester team over the past few years, if you can mix that in with a step up in terms of his motivation levels, I mean, no disrespect to Leicester, but 
if he feels like this is a bigger move for him and a chance to impress in the Champions League and a chance to then play under Eddie Howe, who's got a history of improving players and play alongside better players in, in Bruno and Sandro Tonali, Alexander Isaac, Kieran Trippier. There's this potential there for him to grow even more as a player. So I certainly think he'd bring something different to our attack. I am slightly surprised. Obviously, the deal hasn't happened yet, but it looks like it could go ahead. I'm slightly surprised we've gone for another left winger because at the minute we've actually got, I think, quite a lot of options on the left. We've got Joe Linton, who's played out there quite a lot. Alan St. Maxman nearly always plays on the left. He never really plays on the right. Anthony Gordon's when he's played for us so far since signing from Everton, has tended to play on the left as well. Then you've even got Alexander Isaac, who's played on the left quite a bit as well recently. I think, obviously, he'll generally be a striker for us. But again, there's a, there's a lot of options I've mentioned there. Even Joe Willock has been able to, to drift over to the left and can play there at a push. So for me, I was expecting our sort of big money signing out wide to be a right winger when you've only really got Almiron and Jacob Murphy, who've been options on the right. And I think in that department, we're currently lacking a bit of quality and a bit of depth. But anyway, I'm not Eddie Howe. He knows more than me and he's, he'll, he'll have a plan behind this. But who knows? Maybe we're looking to, to use Anthony Gordon as a right winger next season. I have heard someone say that. So that could be one to watch. So yeah, I'm a little bit surprised that we're bringing in a left winger here. But I think there's certainly there's certainly an argument that says that 35 million for a proven Premier League goal scorer in Harvey Barnes, who could take his game to the next level under Eddie Howe, is still at a good age of 25. Um, there's probably a lot to work with there. So, so yeah, you could bring something different. And if it's 35 million, it's obviously not cheap, but it's it's a pretty decent deal for an English player with his best years ahead of him and a pretty impressive record in the Premier League, uh, especially when, like I say, recently that's been at a poor, a poor Leicester team. So, so yeah, that's one to watch. There'll be more that comes out over the weekend and obviously the start of next week, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, that's just a, f- a few thoughts on Harvey Barnes there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So just to finish up, I've actually got a bit of a transfer exclusive to share. So I've been speaking to, to someone who I know that works in recruitment and also... Um, a guy I know that works as a scout in the EFL and there's, there's been two players who've been linked with Newcastle in the last few days and I've been trying to get a little bit more information there and 
from speaking to these two contacts that I have, they actually confirmed to me that they're both due to sign for Newcastle. So the two players are both England youth internationals. One is 16-year-old winger Trevan Sanusi. The other is 15-year-old midfielder Divine Mukasa. So what I've been told is both are set to join Newcastle's academy over the next few days and weeks. And I'm not sure if they'll come in at under-21 level or under-18 level. I guess it's early days yet and they'll have to be assessed. But it looks like both are going to join our, our sort of ever-improving academy. I know ever since Dan Ashworth took over, there's clearly been a big focus on not only improving the sort of uh, the staff there and getting better scouts in place and having a, a model that allows us to pick out all the best talent up and, up and down the country and around the world, but not just recruiting staff, actually recruiting better players as well. And these are two players who would certainly come with with a sort of impressive record. So both of them play for England uh, at youth level. They've represented England at under-15s and under-16s. Um, they actually recently were in France playing a, in a tournament called the Mont- Montague, Montague Tournament. Not sure exactly how you pronounce it, but both featured in that alongside uh, Newcastle's under-18 player, Ollie Harrison, back in April. They actually beat Japan in the final, winning on a penalty shootout. So, like I said, they both play for England at youth level. Sanusi was actually at Birmingham last season and had been impressing in their under-21s and was about to make his, his sort of debut for the senior team. Um, he was actually called up to the squad, the, the, the senior squad, and named on the bench. And he didn't come on, but had he came on, he would have actually beaten Jude Bellingham's record of being the youngest player to ever represent Birmingham. So, so yeah, he comes he comes highly rated. And I know uh, Mukasa as well, there was quite a lot of uproar when... Uh, when West Ham actually released him, or, or at least didn't give him a new deal. But from the people I've spoken to, West Ham actually pushed hard to keep Mukasa at West Ham. And they apparently broke their wage structure for, for under-18 players at least to keep him at the club. But I think a little bit like Sanusi, he thought the, the opportunity at New, to come to Newcastle and not just play for a team on the up and a team that's obviously really trying to, trying to improve itself at academy level but also playing the UEFA Youth League, which is something that a lot of players are going to be attracted by. Now we've qualified for the Champions League, we'll also be able to put team put forward uh, teams to play a sort of youth level. And obviously the UEFA Youth League gives them the chance to really come up against sort of top players in Europe at their, their age level. So, so yeah, that's just a quick one. But it looks like Newcastle are about to sign two, obviously young players. The uh, Sanusi's only 16, Mukasa's only 15, but uh, they're certainly... They're certainly sort of quite quite good moves for the club there to, to bring in players that come in really highly rated at England youth level. And I think as well, from what I was told, there was quite a few sort of top Premier League clubs in for both of those. So, so yeah, it looks like there's two more players joining our academy. And, uh, and yeah, it's really good to see. Obviously, the first team investment is, is what kind of makes the headlines and what gets us excited. But I think after years of, of Mike Ashley neglecting us at academy level and Really, really struggling to see any any young players coming through. It's really good to see Dan Ashworth having a real focus there on sort of improving that part of the, the club. So, so yeah, it looks like those two players are going to be joining over the next few weeks. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.